Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the Improv Chronicle Podcast. I'm Lloydie. Any art form is subjective and it can lead to practitioners questioning themselves. But how do experienced improvisers and improv teachers deal with the phenomenon of imposter syndrome? My 101 teacher emailed me and said, it's improv, we're all imposters when you think about it. And I guess he's right. Even so, the feeling that you're about to get found out and that maybe you shouldn't really be in the job of performing or teaching improv is still often a feeling or a voice that improvisers get in their heads. I wanted to talk to some experienced voices in improv and hear if they ever suffer from imposter syndrome, and if so, how they deal with it. My first port of call was a friend who I've been lucky enough to teach classes and corporates with, and who has such a great way with people. Hello? Hello! Hello, how are you? I'm great, how are you? I'm alright, thanks. Rhiannon Vivian is an improviser from the UK, based in London. She plays with the Maydays, Dreamweaver Quartet and Bumper Blighton, and she performs all around the world. I mean, she can't possibly get imposter syndrome. I do, yes. I get it a lot. <laughs> I get imposter syndrome a lot. Um, I don't really, I haven't really looked up exactly what it means, but I, I feel very much, yeah, I feel that's very much a part of me. And I used to think it was because maybe I am more introverted and more, I tend to think and overthink and rethink situations. <laughs> um, I, I think a lot about what I've said um, in, if it's teaching in class, I think a lot about how I've done in a show, which is actually not really the vibe of improv, is it? Because it's a very much a collective event, mm-hmm. and yet we're such fallible humans in as much as we all have an ego, which is a good thing, because it means, you know, we get out of bed in the morning, brush our hair. Um, <laughs> but um you can go into the over over rumination of things and um for me it's not I it's something I would do even in life I mean I could I even now if I have like a a dark moment will um ruminate a conversation 10 20 years ago (laughs) I'm glad it's not just me it's really tiring (laughs) (laughs) yeah um so, I mean, how does it manifest itself? How do you know it's like, oh, here we go? Um, is it is it just kind of like like replaying thoughts or conversations in your head, or, or how does it work for you? 
I think it's unfortunately, and in a, in a sort of very ugly way, it manifests itself in comparison or by comparison. Um, initially, like I tend to think of all the people that I admire or I think are good at what they do or who I might have stolen some teaching, um, uh, not games, but kind of styles and, and things from. And I kind of think, well, they are g- good. So what am I doing and they they still teach so what am I doing <laughs> um it's a compar is a comparative thing and I don't know I think that's again normal but it is tiring but I also think that it's normal within degrees of normal I think uh there's a sliding scale from healthy comparison to irritating comparison to really unhealthy to um the point where it might hamper what you do because you're worried you're not good enough. Sunny Dapp is the founder of and a performer with Jumprov in Birmingham in the UK. I remember one of my teams being on the same night as them at a festival a few years ago and the energy and enthusiasm the whole team had when they went on stage was hugely infectious. They all seemed like they absolutely belonged there on stage. So in my head, I'm thinking they can't possibly suffer from imposter syndrome of course we do when we're human everyone gets it <laughs> but it's that thing where um you know okay we you know we we we, we rehearse we practice you know we um you, know, you have that prep talk before you go on stage as well and it's that thing where look we've we've earned our right to be here and you know we are here and people want to see us and it's about centering yourself and saying that you you deserve to belong here and you've earned your right to belong here. And I think that's for us was a massive thing in Jumprov where, you know, we, you know, we our stuff was tested with audiences I'd never seen improv before. And it was tested with people that brought people together who had never done it before. And they did have that. They did have that. Oh, are we doing this right? And I was like, don't, don't care about doing it right. It's, are you doing it? Do it your way? You know, we, we're following it or description of a game that sets the rules, these, um, you know, air quotes, and just do it your way. And, um, you are worthy and you know that's that's what it was so not fuck imposter syndrome you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> oh no i'm i'm on board with that now and, and i am someone who has suffered with it a lot both as a a teacher and a performer i'm constantly like oh am i am i good am i the crap one in the group i I've, maybe i shouldn't be here like uh often I'll, I'll think that and have to really have a word with myself how like how do you get past uh, aside from fuck imposter syndrome, how do you actually push past it when you yeah. feel it creeping in? Well, no, no, it absolutely creeps in as well because obviously I work as an actor as well and you do feel shit. You do sometimes feel like, oh my God, um, am I here because, um, am I here? Obviously, um, for those who don't know, I'm a, a British Asian background. So it's always like, am I here for the diversity hire? Am I here for, um, you know, any other reason? But then you realize that you have to have that prep talk within yourself because, you know, um, we always have our inner critics, but I don't think we always have our inner coach, the person who speaks nice and gentle things within our own voice that tells us good things about ourselves. And I think, you know, the inner critic and the imposter that would live within us, that little voice is, it it needs to be talked to and silenced. um, And it can only come from a good place within yourself. And, you know, the, the, when you do get that, I do, you know, you do end up have to fight in it as well. You have to say that, no, you know, I know what I'm doing. And I think the thing as well is, especially with comedy and with any art as well, you have to, especially with art, you have to, you have to do your thing and know that, yeah, what you're doing is, is good. And that's your flavor and that's your style. Um, You know, it's always a thing where you think, oh, did I just perform really good on stage or have I done a really good show? 
And you don't want to be walking around looking all glum, waiting for someone to give you the validation to say, hey, I really enjoyed what you've done. Just just do your thing and just go up there and smile. And then people people generally do come up and say to you, I really liked what you did, if they really liked it. If they didn't, then you can <laughs> go home and cry about that in, <laughs> in your bed. I think nobody said anything good about me. But it's I think it's fine. I think but when it, for some reason, when it, when it comes to... Um, you know, for example, like, you know, improv and just arts and imposter syndrome, it's always there and it's always real. But I think it's that thing where, you know, um, I don't want to generalize it, but actors and, you know, performers and artists, we do crave that validation. We want that people to recognize that, you know, because we put so much into it. Do they love, do people love what we're doing? Do people get what we're doing? Uh, you know, um, so, yeah, <laughs> it's on a rant. <laughs> it might have been a rant, but it was gloriously right, at, at least for me. Of course we want the validation of people liking our work. We're there to entertain, after all. For me, imposter syndrome can be a stressful thing. It's one of those nagging feelings or nagging voices you get in your head that you're just not good enough for the work that you do. And when I was thinking about this episode, I walked past my bookcase and my eyes fixed on Take It Easy, which is a book by Amsterdam-based improviser Ryan Miller. The whole book's vibe is about getting more out of improv by doing less. I mean, I think, yeah, firstly, I think everybody deals with imposter syndrome. And I certainly count myself among those people. And yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I've definitely, I mean, it's interesting talking about my book and because, yeah, there is a th- through line or I think there are parts that I touch on or touched on about like, yeah, it's okay. Just take it easy. Just do, you know, do what you, you want and, you know, this, you know, be a good scene partner. And that's, you know, don't worry about judging yourself or being critical. And then there's the other through line that is like, who the fuck am I to write a book about improv? You know what I mean? And during the writing and the whole process, I had to, I had to deal with that as well, where it's like, no, 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 I think I have things to say. And I think there's an audience. And I think, you know, even if I'm, I'm not writing the definitive book and I'm not claiming to be more i'm not claiming to be more of an expert than maybe i have any right to be although i do think i have some expertise but yeah it was interesting kind of when we started talking about this uh or when you mentioned the idea to me where i was like yeah there are two things in that one it, one having it of course as part of the book and then two as part of the writing process how do you go about dealing with it personally dealing with imposter syndrome there's a couple of things that really kind of um, I use to to get by, and and one is, I think, it's it's a balance of taking yourself, not seriously, but like giving weight to what I feel, to my instincts and impulses. So I want to do this. I'm interested in exploring this. That's legitimate. And then on the other hand, it's also like not taking myself too seriously, where it's like, yeah, I'm trying this thing, and you know what, and it's it went okay or it went uh terrible or you know it went wonderful it's it's kind of irrelevant the point for me was to do it and then you know and to do it once and if i if i like it or if there's something there or i really failed and i'm like okay but that i'm not ha- satisfied with that i need to attack it again i need to go back and keep going and that's how i mean that's how i kind of deal with it is just to to play through it and not let it define the choices I make because otherwise like I'd never get anything done. 
The sense I got talking to Ree, Sonny and Ryan is that this isn't just a thing a few of us suffer with, despite the fact that it can seem very personal and very isolating. Feeling a bit of a fraud in what you do is a universal thing. In all, in all the years I've been teaching performing now, I've actually spoken to some people about, about it. And I've even spoken to people who I hugely admire their work. And, and you will always find that they will say the same thing back to you, like tell you that they have imposter syndrome and not even had it. They still have it and they'll always have it. And um, whilst it doesn't stop stop it happening a bit like you can't stop nerves from happening perhaps it's a good thing in a way to keep you humble (laughs) (laughs) but it's also really useful to know that you know those people who you pop on a pedestal you know are don't see themselves as being on that pedestal they're just doing what they can to kind of um make their living and do a good job and and be and seem competent because we all want a competent teacher nobody wants to walk into a room and have the teacher go oh god are you right with this everyone oh i'm a bit rubbish aren't i <laughs> like, that's the last thing that you want um so other people's confidence is not something to be afraid of because you know underneath it's it's a helpful thing and just knowing underneath all of it that you know we're all we're all just little human beings trying to do a good job. Re is right. We're all just trying to do a good job, but something in our brains is trying to get in our way. Well, that's the, I mean, in uh, Stephen Pressfield's the, the War of Art, he talks about, um, you know, the resistance and, you know, it could be procrastination. And I think imposter syndrome fits in there as well, where there's something, it's a big desire that you have or a big creative you know, goal that you want to achieve, it's write a screenplay or, you know, audition for some roles or, you know, you know, say like, I want to audition for this uh, improv troupe or whatever, but who am I? Who, who can I do that? And that is not, that is not you. You know, that is a, that is a, th- this resistance, capital R resistance that Pressfield talks about that is, is there to kind of, to challenge you, to make sure that you really want it and to kind of let it push you, you know, that's what I would say, rather than to to let it, yeah, let it win. So we need to push through, but how? How do we move past something that can really get under our skin and impact our self-esteem? Here's some thoughts on that from Sonny. So look, um, I mean, I've had it as well. I've had like people, like, so we've, you know, you can remember Zara in, in John Prof as well. Again, I'm getting a lot of people have never done improv before and they will see us do stuff and they'll turn around us like, had this guy turn around and says, Sonny, like, I've seen what you guys are doing. I'm thinking, can I do that? And I said, look, you, you can do that because obviously, you know, we got, um, we, we go through the stuff, we practice it, you pick up the tips and tricks of certain games, you know, you get comfortable with yourself. And the main thing is, yeah, I've said, getting comfortable with yourself. Like, you know, you get to a point where you feel comfortable, where you bring your yourself, your complete self on stage, and then you can, you know, play up certain aspects and characteristics of yourself to fit the character um and i think that's when it comes down to that you know everyone's always going to feel that can they do it or do they feel you know out of place and then everyone's always going to have that nagging voice in their head and it's about it's about being kind to yourself and knowing that look yeah i can do it and everyone's also got these same fears and if you know imposter syndrome is creeping in it's about just sometimes taking a step back from with what you're doing as a person and just thinking, you know what, you've come so far and you have so much more to give in the situation and don't feel that, you know, 
Um, don't feel that you are not enough. Um, feel that you've got so much to give as well. And the idea is that you just give in, you know, being positive with it, confident with it, and just having, just enjoying it as well. You can think of it like this, that everyone's an imposter at the beginning when they start, no matter what it is, whether it's like, oh, I've, I've never fixed a car before, or, you know, I, who am I to, you know, be an executive chef in this Michelin starred restaurant or, or whatever. But the point is to just do a lot of work. That's the, that's the real way I think to, to channel, uh, not challenge, but to, to push through imposter syndrome is if you do well, a lot of work, but let's start with just one, that thing that scares you, that gives you that imposter syndrome. If you do that, and then you just keep going if that if that feels if that feels right for you and then imposter syndrome is is more like a you know a monster under your bed or in your closet at night where you just need to confront it and 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 then it goes away i can't wait to get rid of my monsters as ever my guests have been amazing check out their websites and their work by looking at the show notes for this episode it's well worth doing i'm really worried that i've like waffled and haven't made much sense are you kidding me <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, now, you you're, now you're getting imposter syndrome on the interview now, Ray. Come yeah. on. Yeah, I'm impostering right now. <laughs> ah, oh my God. It's like she, put, she hangs up and is like, oh, I wasn't smart enough for Lloyd's podcast. <laughs> I wasn't articulate enough. Did I listen to him even though he was asking me the question? Did I listen to him enough? <laughs> Do you feel fulfilled, Lloydie? Did uh, Have I helped you? <laughs> Ray. Honestly, like, I need you to go away knowing that you've been a great guest. <laughs> okay? Okay. Honestly, I had a friend of mine who said to me, I, I think I'd like, it was after, oh, many conversations and years of being friends and also, like, then watching one of my shows. Um, and, uh, oh, it was two separate friends. One said it, it, it's very noisy in your head. And I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> and the other one was like, God, it must be exhausting being in your mind. And it was very interesting that like two separate people had said that. And, and it is, you know, I would say trying to be a good person is tiring. It is, isn't <laughs> but it? But we should always, t- always strive to do it. <laughs> Next time on the Improv Chronicle podcast. Many people advise that to be a good improviser, you need to have an interesting life. So what are the things that people have done? What are the hobbies that people have taken up or professions they've worked in or life habits they've taken on that have helped them in their improv? Let me know yours by emailing them to newsdesk at improvchronicle.com. The Improv Chronicle podcast is produced and hosted by me, Lloydie James Lloyd. You can help the podcast by subscribing and rating us on your favourite podcast app. And if you have a possible idea for an episode, get to improvchronicle.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.